It's not appropriate for me to think anything that violates what he thinks and says. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have the last part of Bill Johnson's message, part three, about love versus fear. Here's Bill. The last one's found in Joel chapter three. What am I saying? Sometimes, um, our efforts at transparency and honesty are so destructive. I mean, I, and I want people to be honest. You know, if I ask somebody how they're doing and they're having a horrible day, I don't, I'm not offended at all if they say, man, I'm having a rough day. But if that rough day becomes a week and a month and a year and five years and 10 years, it's not a rough day anymore. It's a rough life. And to be honest with you, I, I don't mind if somebody who's negative fakes it because they're more pleasant to be with. <laughs> Just between you and me. But in Joel chapter 2, is a very interesting passage. Chapter 3, excuse me. He says, proclaim, verse 9, Joel 3, verse 9, proclaim among the nations, prepare for war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords, your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. The Lord, I don't mind if somebody's just trying to encourage themselves and they just make up positive things to, you know, I'm, I'm going to succeed. I, I know I've failed, but I'm going to succeed. I think that's healthy. I, I, I don't mind it at all. In fact, it just makes you more pleasant to be around. But when God says, let the weak say, I am strong, he has opened up a realm of grace, a realm of empowerment that is released to you the moment you speak what he said to speak. In other words, strength becomes the reality when it's declared. You know, I, I understand there's, there's been a lot of abuses in the confession. I understand that. But it doesn't erase the reality. It's in the Bible. I know that we don't like abuses, like the abuses in some of the confession stream stuff. I, I understand that. I, 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 I don't think living in denial, if you have a bad medical report, living in denial is not going to help, help it go away. I think acknowledging what's there, but then anchoring your heart into truth, which is superior to fact, I think is the way to go. Declare what God is saying over your life. I think it's very important. Even if it doesn't look like it right now, declare what he's saying. It's just, it's just vital. So I, I believe in the transparency. I believe in the honesty. But God is declaring something to a group of people that are afraid. Now, when Gideon had his army, had 30-some thousand people in his army, God says, you have too many. Tell everyone who's afraid to go home. How many of you know, if you're in the 10,000 remaining and 22,000, whatever it was, went home, you weren't afraid. <laughs> hey, can we take that test again? I, I was fine when 33,000 were here, but now, you know, two-thirds of the army just left. I wasn't afraid, but I've suddenly, it's faced, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to go there, you know. And that time, he let everyone who was afraid go home. This time, he doesn't do that. There are times where 
Israel, he, God knew that they would not have the courage to face the enemy. So he took them the long way around because he knew they'd turn around and go back to Egypt. So if the Lord actually leads you into a battle, it's only because you are thoroughly equipped for victory. You are thoroughly equipped for victory. Israel, here's an important thing to remember. As Israel's going into the promised land, so the promised land is a picture of, of breakthroughs, of taking possession of increase and breakthrough and maturity, growth in this kingdom lifestyle. So this promised land, as Israel's going through, they were only attacked when they were close to another victory. This represents a city. Israel's coming through. As they're approaching, the enemy that occupies it go, oh no, we don't want to lose, and so they attack. We interpret the attack we were doing something wrong. No, it's affirmation. You're close to a greater victory. You're, great, you're closer to greater uh, inheritance, to greater breakthrough. You're closer to greater maturity, to greater impact on history and the course of humanity. And all these things are right at hand. Why? Because the devil's nervous. So here's an army that didn't have the privilege of going home when they're afraid. He says, you don't get to go home. You're, you're going to use a different tactic. I want you to declare your own strength and watch it become a reality. Some, honestly, some people in this room are actually only a declaration away from victory waiting for someone else to prophesy, waiting for someone else to lay hands. And the Lord is saying, you know, I put my word in your mouth, declare it. Just declare, I'm strong. I'm strong. The enemy says, you don't look strong to me. Yeah, trust me, I'm strong. It's, it's not human strength. I have the spirit of the resurrected Christ in me. Yeah. You killed the Messiah. The spirit who raised him from the dead is in me. So here's this, this challenge with fear. And I, I, um, something happens when you make fear a target. It, um, this may even sound like I'm, I'm contradicting some of what I've declared. I, I believe in praying about problems, obviously. If you're struggling with fear, you pray about it. You, but sometimes it becomes such an obsession that we fear fear. We actually contribute to what we're fighting against, and it becomes larger in our imagination than what it is. And sometimes just a shift in focus where we serve somebody, we take God's word into our heart, we actually think on it by choice. I put it on a card if I need to, bring it out, remind myself what he's saying. I do this with the scripture all the time. I have cards, I have things in my uh, computer, in my iPad, my phone. Just stuff to bring up all the time, just to remind me of what God is saying. Because as we've said for years, I can't afford to have a thought in my head about me that he doesn't have in his head about me. It's not appropriate for me to entertain anything that violates what he thinks and what he says. And fear does that. And I've, I've got this sense that what the Lord has hanging right in front of us, the low-hanging fruit, if you will, the next season of an unusual, extraordinary breakthrough that we've been warming up for for a while, this realm of breakthrough that the Lord is releasing to us right now, for many of you in this room, it's one confession away. It's one decree away. It's one act of service away. It's one verse away that you memorize, that you actually meditate on. Instead of 
feeding my heart with everything that's going wrong, feeding my heart with what God says about what's going right. It's just simple. He's not looking for anyone to be heroic. He's just looking for people to lean in the right direction. He's just looking for people to just embrace what he says and declare it. The Lord asked Ezekiel, he said, look at that valley. What do you see? And he said, I see dry bones. And the Lord asked him a question. He said, can these bones live? And Ezekiel had the right answer. He says, thou knowest. <laughs> I'm sure it was in old English too, positive. <laughs> thou knowest, Lord. In other words, I'm clueless, but I'm sure you know. And the Lord says, speak to it. So he began to prophesy to dead bones. Some in this room, all of us probably in some measure, have situations where it's just, it's just a valley of dry bones. It's, it is so dead, it's past dead. It's beyond dead. It's decayed dead. And the Lord says, say what I'm saying, watch what I do. Say what I'm saying, watch what I do. John the Baptist's dad, Zacharias, had an angel appear to him and spoke to him and said, your prayer has been answered. I think it's William Barclay, one of the Greek language specialists, translates that verse this way. He says the way that verse can be translated is, Zacharias, the prayer that you no longer pray has been heard. In other words, you gave up on it a long time ago, but it's still active before me. And I've heard it. You have reason, intelligent reason, to be absolutely encouraged because there's not one fear that is coming at you that does not come to you except out of the, own, of the devil's own insecurity and his knowledge of his own pending doom. He's trying to cover what he has no control of, and that is eternal damnation. And you and I have the privilege, the privilege of walking in absolute upright confidence in the purposes of God over our life, regardless of what's happening. That was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, Love Versus Fear. You can also find out more information about him at bjm.org. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.